Yeah. In yeah. this rooster. Yeah. Done. Perfect. Done. Exactly. Who, who would have known it was that? Like, I'm a genius. Genius. All right. All well, right. I, I, I've got a haircut at four, so I got to. All right. So we jump right into this. Right in. You guys ready? If you're interested in dissolving the origins of disease, finding solutions to your health problems, and living a full, meaningful, joyful life, then make sure you tune in for your weekly Vitality Check. Each week, the team from Vitality Multitherapy unpacks illness and explores what it truly means to be healthy. Join us as we usher in a new paradigm in healing and take a multi-perspective approach to the myriad of challenges that we face in our modern world. Together, we will go well outside the limited box of conventional medicine and find answers and solutions that put you back in the driver's seat of your own health and your life. Buckle up, join us on this journey, and let's make sure to have a little fun along the way. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Vitality Check Podcast. And we're going to mix things up a little bit and try something a little different today. So we are going to do our top three and we're going to pick a topic and then we haven't actually discussed this. So I don't actually know what either one of you guys are going to talk about. So it's going to be a little bit of surprise for all of us, I think. Yeah, very surprising. Um, And we want to pick a topic and then see what are (laughs) something that means a lot to you that that. And we're going to see what our answers are as far as what are the top three solutions or our piece of information that we think is really valuable for a specific topic. And today we are going to do sleep because it's a pretty important topic. We've talked about that one before. Messed up for a lot of people. So why don't we just jump into it? And then I'm curious to see where we overlap and where we're different. But then the idea is that you guys will get to implement any of these ones that really resonate with you. So if there's something that one of us talks about, you're like, ah, that sounds like a good one to try, try it out and then let us know if that was, which was successful for you. So why don't one of you guys start us off and we'll go through our top three and go from there. Beauty. Rock, paper, scissors. Well, I can do that if you want. No. Uh, Okay. I'll jump in. Uh, For me, I'm going to go with, uh, I've got three kids. Um, And yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that was the first one. Don't have kids because that will mess up your sleep. So yeah, earlier on, never really goes back. That's more preventative medicine. Exactly. (laughs) No, I've got three kids, so I think one of my strategies I I think is super important for people, and I tell my kids the same thing. Are they're kind of two things. A, I want them to stick to a routine. So I'm a big believer in this, and I I tell my clients this all the time as well. That I think routine is a big part of this. That you know, for my kids, from Sunday night to Thursday night. I want them to go to bed at a specific time. So I'm, I'm really a big believer in that. And I try to do that myself as well. You know, go to bed at a certain time and then wake up at the same time as well. I think the more that we can train our body to get used to knowing that, you know, at this time of day, my body's supposed to be shutting down. And I think that's so important to have that routine to allow them to understand and your body feels it. Your body's ready for bed at that time. So I stress that in my kids that, you know, at nine o'clock uh, for my daughter and 9.30 for my boys, they are in upstairs, like in bed, lights out, teeth brushed, like the whole routine done. I think that's a really important part for them and for anyone who's, you know, who may struggle with sleep because that plays a, a huge role. Um, and then likewise, I don't really hold this to my kids as much on the weekend because they have to catch up sometimes and they're growing. Uh, but for me, like I'm up every day at 545. So 
sleeping in on the weekend might be seven at, at best, but I like to, I like to keep the same pattern. I just find it so important for people to, to train their body, just like anything else, like going to the gym and training, I think sleep can be trained as well. So I think that's a big part of it. I can add in one other thing for listeners who uh, have children as well. I mean, this is no surprise, but it's the screen exposure as well. So for us, at least an hour before bed, hold on. Yeah, scratch that out. It's it's none of these screens, the blue lights, the 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 Wi-Fi, whatever you want to call it, whatever yeah, whatever uh, whatever ways you want to do that. I think that is important. Although they don't see it when I tell them, I I notice the difference if they are busy, you know, with homework or or whatever. Right up to bedtime, they can sometimes struggle with falling asleep. And the more we can remove those those devices, if you will, from them before they go to bed, the better the night is. The more restful they are in the morning. So I can't say enough about that. Those are probably the two big things I look at. So routine, screens, and what was your third one? Oh, I need a third one. Because this is called not big two. This is called big three. Very good. Our top three. Very good. Uh, what else Scramble. do I see them? Well, for them, I mean, they're not doing it. But for me, if I give another one not kid-related, I'd be very careful with, like, um, you know, either just what you're consuming. So caffeine, um, alcohol, uh, nicotine if you're a smoker. A lot of it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be no, just just that to be very aware that you know no, you know everyone's different, right? I used to work with a colleague of mine who would take a coffee to bed, which is unbelievable. But like from for most people, you know, you shouldn't be having any excess caffeine after noon for sure. Um, alcohol as well. I find like alcohol for a lot of people, even though it makes them tired and they can fall asleep easily, they tend to have obviously a more restless sleep and wake up often, wake up uh, non recuperated. So on my kids' end, not they have it anyway, but caffeine, like if you're drinking Coke or stuff like that, obviously that's terrible for for establishing normal normal like kind of cortisol levels and when they should be peaking and when they should be at their lowest. So definitely just consumption broadly is another thing I'd look at for sure. Awesome. Those are those are great ones. And different in some ways from what I had had. So I love hearing that. In every three in every category, just because yeah, might as well. You just <laughs> you might as well. And we just like end it. <laughs> like just just listen to Jay. Thank you for joining this Thanks. week. We'd like to see you next time. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Turnbull podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to yeah. Jay Knows Everything podcast. <laughs> Jay knows best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are great ones though, Jay. I like it. Routine, screens, and then caffeine, alcohol, nicotine, sort of being aware of what you're eating. Awesome yeah. feedback. Awesome, awesome. Kev, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm gonna go a different angle just because Jay stole all my answers. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with some well that obviously you mentioned the autonomic nervous system a little bit so some some of the regulation of the cortisol and everything is super important so there are physiological things uh, that can be going on with someone that can uh, be affecting their cortisol levels so from our point of view as an osteopath we all often see a certain dysfunction in the body whether it's uh, structural dysfunction to uh, visceral to anything going on uh, that's affecting stress in the body uh, will actually have an impact on the cortisol levels in the body, which will actually inhibit uh, melatonin production. So these people that are either physically stressed, emotionally stressed, um, or environmentally stressed because climate change, then um, that would uh, be something to look at because that could be the reason why you're having difficulty sleeping is not so much that you're not doing the other things Jay mentioned or avoiding screens and uh, eating properly, having a good routine. 
these things are very, very important to have looked at. If let's say these are things you're suffering from, that's an important aspect to have uh, a consultation on for sure. Uh, number two are uh, simple uh, tricks to affect your autonomic nervous system. So obviously before going to bed, uh, like Jay had mentioned about screens and, and uh, we at the house turn off the Wi-Fi at night. Um, but there can be things you can do, either uh, breath work, uh, meditation, reading, uh, doing things to tone down the nervous system before you go to bed, as opposed to going from watching something on television or whatever it is that you're doing that's creating this excitatory effect in the body to going to bed is a very difficult transition to do. So you want to kind of prep the body for what it's going to do during the night. And the third thing would be uh, on a more um, psychosomatic side is if we look at any, because uh, quite often what happens is people will, let's say, introduce these new concepts, create a better routine, uh, and they're still having these issues sleeping. So quite often if there can be in uh, German New Medicine talking about uh, the uh, threats that people feel that where the body thinks it needs to stay awake. So these are important things to investigate. If someone is in a situation where they feel threatened or they feel anxious about something, uh, these are things that will prevent someone from going to sleep because your body actually thinks it needs to stay awake to survive. So these are important things to, to actually um, investigate as well, because resolving those issues can also take the load off the system to allow it to have better uh, sleep patterns and night. Nice. So recapping that, what would be the, the sort of three ones broken down for people then? So one would be the structural physiological impacts on the, on the body and how it, it balances itself. Two are the uh, tricks on the calming the autonomic nervous system. Breath work and some breath meditation. work, meditation, yep. um, yoga. Three would be the uh, looking at the psychosomatic side, emotional side of things. Uh, what could be threatening that person or causing a threat to that person to think that they need to stay awake? Because that's the kind of the biological response of, yeah. uh, to insomnia. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so far, really great information, I think, on all of that. All of those are super valid. Um, I totally agree with everything that you guys said, too. Um, I'll kind of throw in the one that I think we've all talked about here, because I'll mention this too, is um, no screens, probably up to, you know, a couple hours before you go to bed and shut off the Wi-Fi before you go to bed. Um, a lot of times people don't even think about that, but when you actually, I mean, we don't just shut off the Wi-Fi, we sometimes even shut off a lot of the the breakers um we'll we'll shut it a lot of them off and you know leave on the essentials like fridge and stuff like that so you're not going to cause troubles but you actually feel in your body this kind of ongoing hum that kind of disappears it's like when you go camping you know out in the woods and all of a sudden you know you're just like god it just has this internal stillness that you start to feel you don't really realize that you know, we don't just because we don't see it and we don't even perceive it through the five senses doesn't mean that it's not there. You know, we are inundated by so much beyond the the spectrum of what our five senses can actually pick up. So I find some people are really sensitive to Wi-Fi. They're like these canaries in the coal mine where they're super sensitive. A lot of people aren't that sensitive, but 
it doesn't mean that it's not affecting us in ways that we're not aware of. So that would be one thing would be no screens a couple of hours before. We know the blue light affects things. It kind of gets people into beta waves, which we don't really want to be in when we're trying to go to sleep and shut that down and see how that goes. So number one, shut off Wi-Fi, um, no screens. I'm kind of tying that together. And I'll take things a little bit different. I liked all the stuff you talked about with um, sort of getting the body into stilling around normalizing ANS. Um, but because you mentioned that, I'll go a little bit different. One thing that I usually find a lot of people when I'm testing them, almost everybody across the board is magnesium deficient. Magnesium is essential for actually having a physiological effect on regulating that autonomic nervous system. It helps us get out of fight or flight and back into rest and digest. It's also essential in the production of cortisol. So a lot of times when people are stressed, we're burning through magnesium and using it up lots. So if you are kind of generally having a bit more of a stressful life, you usually have higher requirements for some of those things. Now, I find a lot of times taking magnesium before you go to bed can really help to start to calm the nervous system and allow you to get into those um, states that you need to to be able to go to sleep. Yeah, so with that, that's not to cut you off, but the, is it because magnesium magnesium acts as like a almost like a muscle relaxant? Is that what it is? Magnesium plays like probably a little over five hundred different biochemical roles in the body, but part of it is for sure it does act like a muscle relaxant. So if people get cramps regularly, you know, you could be dehydrated, but a lot of times it's like increase your hydration and add some magnesium. Most of the time, there's other nutrients too that can play into that, but that's such a big one. And it does cause the muscles to sort of settle back down. So it, it helps with uh, muscle tension, but it also helps to regulate the autonomic nervous system as a whole. So it'll start to calm things down and plays in a role in that cortisol cascade. So that one can be really helpful, whether that's just something like, you know, you take a scoop of natural calm um, or something along those lines, or, you know, depending on the person. The drops, the magnesium ion drops. You can do magnesium ion drops. You can take just regular magnesium glycinate or um, natural calm, which is a blend of different things. If you take too much magnesium, it can also be a bit of a laxative. And different forms of magnesium can be a laxative too. So you just have to kind of be aware of that and get usually a glycinate or try it try it and see how it feels but usually taking that 30 minutes before bed can actually help a lot of people start to get them into that state so shut off wi-fi um, no screens try taking some magnesium before bed and the third thing i would say is particularly if people are having troubles with they don't have troubles falling asleep but they're waking one of the things that can happen and it ties into what you were talking about with stress response, but a lot of times what happens is people start to have a stress response as they're going through the night. And I should say what this happens is when you're stressed, you start to affect blood sugar. And we know that blood sugar also plays a role with stress response. If you are waking later on, you know, like you go to sleep and then three or four hours later you wake up and then you have a hard time going back to sleep. Sometimes what's happened is you've actually had a real dip in your blood sugar. And then what actually gets activated to raise your blood sugar is you get a bit of a cortisol and adrenaline 
release because those are really powerful hormones to get your blood sugar back up. But as it raises your blood sugar, it also gets you revved back up because you're kind of going into fight or flight again. So sometimes for those people that are not necessarily having troubles falling asleep, but they're waking and then they can't go back to sleep, it might be that you've actually gone hypoglycemic and then you've had a bit of a cortisol release or adrenaline release. So for those people, sometimes what I would say is have a very small but balanced snack before you go to bed. Now that might be against plans around intermittent fasting and things like that, but it would be something to do as a test maybe for a week and see. And you might have to experiment with what you're taking, but it might be something that's a little bit more of like a fat with some protein, something like, um, you know, maybe like a couple of pieces of apple with some nut butter on it or something along those lines. Or sometimes we would do one where you'd actually take like you know, maybe a tablespoon of MCT oil, a tablespoon of collagen powder, and then maybe a teaspoon of raw honey or something. Mix that all up and have that. The honey actually restores glycogen levels in the liver. The MCT is a slow releasing fat throughout the day and you get some protein to slow it down as well. Sometimes that works really well too as sort of an aid that will stop you from waking up. So Wi-Fi, no screens, a couple of hours before, um, magnesium and then stabilize blood sugar before bed. Nice. A couple, a couple overlaps there. It's perfect. That's okay. I was going to add one in for that. They're the most important ones usually. Yeah. 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 Sleep routine too. Someone brought that to my attention. I treated a psychologist like 10 years ago and it kind of popped in my head when you guys were talking about it too. And he had said to me at one point, one thing people have to remember is he thinks in his practice, he says is that people have to understand that their bedroom is for sleep and for intimacy is what he said. So your body, you shouldn't have a TV in your bedroom. You shouldn't be reading in your bed either. He said, you need, your body has to understand that when you get up and you go to bed, it's for, you know, sleep and then intimate reasons, but really that's it. So don't introduce any more distractions in your bedroom. The more you can get used to that, that you're, cause our body feels that it's kind of like we said, Jay, with the, with those, we don't <laughs> feel something there with our five senses, but yet it's there. When your body gets accustomed to being in that energy, being in that space, it gets used to it. So I think that's another kind of valid thing. I know a lot of people have a TV in their bedroom and it's just not worth it. I know I've, I've actually, yeah. I treat a married couple and one has to fall asleep with the TV on the other one, it drives them crazy. <laughs> and it's this huge conflict for them every night. So yeah. then they go to bed angry and like, it's just, it's just, it's not good for anybody. So that's a really kind of a tie into that routine part. Yeah. Take your routine I, I like that you needed to get your last the last word in at yeah, the end of the conversation. It won't be the last time. Tie it all back to routine. Mark my words. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> <laughs> I feel my pain every day. And so that's a wrap. Uh, yeah. That's it is a it is a super good point though. I I think that's a really important one. I actually remember someone that you would have like nightmares and we actually went through the bedroom sort of talking about it and he actually carried all of his old tax files under his bed because that was where he had for storage space and like those got to go um so you do there all of these things you know as as um sort of subtle as it can be these things all carry a certain energetic frequency with yeah. them that we are in going to be um in allowing into our field so we want to be aware of that so awesome guys well let us know what works for you and try them out and hopefully that uh, gives you lots of suggestions to give a try to Perfect. If this is helpful for you, if it's helpful for other people, please share this. Um, help us spread the word. Um, and uh, yeah, help us get this information as much as we can. Awesome. Take care, everybody.